And welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast. This is John Druckenmiller with you from hometownheadlines.com. Welcoming a very familiar face, a very friendly face, and yes, the spirit of liberty herself, <laughs> Krista Jackson. Good morning. Good morning. What? How exciting to be on a podcast. Oh, I can't think of a better person to be there. That's I mean, you, awesome. You have the natural ability, whether it's radio or those lovely phone calls from St. Mary's <laughs> or wherever else. You have. I mean, you you're, you are. And this is a compliment. Don't get mad at this. And I won't get You're mad. a natural talker. <laughs> Certainly. I've been told that before. <laughs> and it's a, But that's a great thing. And believe me, especially in my line of work. Oh, but no, Krista, of course, does a million things. You know her from St. Mary's Catholic School. You know her from Cave Spring. You know her from about 5,000 other civic organizations. <laughs> She's even one of, the, one of the Dancing with the Stars folks here a few years back. So much fun. But what people may not know... You founded your own parade. I did. We did. My, we were just talking about this yesterday with my family because, you know, as we think everybody knows that, and my grandchildren yesterday actually said, Lala, tell us about how that was because we know something like you started it, but we don't really know the whole story. So I thought, how can my own grandchildren not know the whole story and be able to recite it backwards and forwards about the parade. So we actually did go kind of through the whole thing last yesterday. We could have brought the them. kids here and helped us out. I know has they a, would have has loved an audio that. in the background there. They would have loved it. Uh, it was so uh, funny to me that they didn't know the whole thing. They knew that we started it, but they didn't know all the details. So the details were that uh, this is our 34th parade this year that we'll be having on July the 4th. That is awesome. It is hard to believe that. But uh, so 34 years ago, uh, my children and I were at home on July 4th morning, and we had planned to swim that day. It was going to be a day we were going to spend out by the pool. It was one of those days like we do have occasionally in the summertime when it's cloudy and overcast and a little cool. It was not a swimming kind of day, but it was so we were all kind of bummed about the fact that we were going to have to find a different way to keep uh, at that time three little boys that I had at home happy for the day and so we turned the television on of course and when we turned on the television on was the salute to america parade from atlanta channel two have it channel on. two and uh so we said oh look and so we watched it for a while and i said why don't we do that we could have a parade let's just have our own parade and so they said well how would we do it i said well for, we got to get the wagon and we get all of our stuffed animals and put in the wagon and everybody has to find some kind of costume let's find a costume at the time i had a store in cave spring and i blew up balloons for parties and things so we went down to the shop and blew up a bunch of red white and blue balloons and tied those on to everybody and everything it was the three boys and me and and a, the babysitter so there were that's five of us okay. that were going to be in the parade. Found the boom box for the cassette tapes <laughs> back 34 years ago. Oh, I love it. And so we found, we had a We Sing America uh, t cassette tape that we put in the boom box. So we were all decorated and ready. Had the wagon, had the streamers, had the balloons, had the, uh, the uh, outfits. I was not in my outfit that I wear now. I was in a clown costume that I used to deliver balloons in oh, as a clown. Awesome. All right, so then they say, so where are we going to go on this parade? Where Where is the parade going to? So naturally, I called my parents who live next door, and I said, come stand outside on the porch. We've got a surprise for you. So they, of course, went and stood out on their porch. 
we came around the back of the house. The boys were beating on lids of pots and pans with wooden spoons. We had the boom box going with the cassette tape in it to, uh, I think, uh, one of the patriotic songs like uh, You're a Grand Old Flag or something like that. And we came marching around the corner of the house with our, and then we with our balloons, we walked all the way around the house, came back again. That was our second loop around the house. That was our parade. It was so much fun. And it took us, you know, the good part of the day to get all of it together. So that was our first parade. And it was, it was 34 years ago with three little boys, one in a stroller and two pulling the wagon. And, uh, of course, then the next year, when it got to be almost July 4th, they said, are we going to have the parade again this year? <laughs> you know, the kids never forget about things like that. Those The funniest little things that they, you know, latched on to and thought was a great idea. So they said, can we have a parade again? And I said, well, yeah, I guess we can, but let's see if we can't do a little bit better than we did last year. Let's see if we can have more than five people and go more than one house. So it started with us going. I called the people that lived along the route that we were going to go and said, be standing outside your house when we come by. And I called some other friends of ours to come and be with us. And we did our first little parade. We didn't go all the way down to Cave Spring downtown. We went down Lee Street by the Old Depot. Those folks that live on Lee Street were all sitting out in their yards in their oh, lawn chairs. Awesome. And we great. went down through there. And then we just came back up Perry Farm Road. And that was our first our second parade and then then after that it did get bigger and then people will say well how can we see it we don't live along that way that's when we started making it bigger and started having vehicles in the parade and because it was always just on foot on foot or on and wagons and things like that so now of course now it's every kind of motorized vehicle that exists in case we pull have boats. boats in this thing. we pull the boat in the front of the parade my husband pulls our boat and usually uh several before the parade's over a lot of people have gotten in the boat because they're tired of walking so but we have boats we have four wheelers we have horses we have tractors we have big hay wagons that are pulled behind tractors um my one of my favorite things is um of course we have convertibles but one of my favorite things is the horses that come they actually the owners of the horses decorate the horses have you ever seen them put like the glitter yes, yes. on the horses flank back there they mm -hmm. put stars and stripes and all that and the horses are actually decorated too they are usually in the back of the parade and then followed by the fire truck but they're the last things in the parade but uh, it's one of those things where now that it's been going on 34 years children have grown up and they have their own families and they like to bring their families back to be in the parade that they were in as children. So it's gotten to be a multi-generational kind of thing. Well, speaking of that, one of my favorite parts of the parade, we've been to a few of them. A few. Very, very many, actually. Well, we, we, we love it. I mean, this year we were hoping, but... Um, Sometimes on vacation during that time. Oh, and this time's even a weirder thing. I, I talk, nothing, nothing, nothing bad. Just, okay. just, a, just a little scheduling thing we're trying to work through. For you guys, though, especially, I love to see, we're talking about three of your four sons in, right. the, in his inaugural parades there. People may not realize that those three sons are now, <laughs> let me see, you have... Almost uh, 40, 39. Uh, oh, I don't mean age-wise. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, oh. no occupations, too. <laughs> they, they have grown up to be great men, and I'm so proud of them, all of them. Uh, I have the oldest boys are twins. I, oldest one is Chaz, and then his... 
four-minute younger brother is Klein. Not a point they ever bring up, right? No, Never. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We always know who's the oldest. It's Chaz. And he, so Chaz is a cardiologist here in Rome, and Klein is an ER doctor at Floyd. And then Chris, who was also there for the first uh, parade, is a an attorney with McCray Stegall firm. And then my youngest son, Cleve, sells pharmaceuticals for big cattle operations. He works for Bayer, like in Bayer Aspirin. And so those he's he was not at the first parade. Cleve was not. He was born later. He is 11 years younger than the oldest boys. So anyway, those are my four boys and my husband, Charles. He has been a great um, example for them uh, for hard work and what that means. And uh, they learned Early it's, on, what that looked like from it's their daddy. What we call the uh, the Norman Rockwell effect here. I mean, you guys have it's, it. Really, it, it truly is a, a living Norman Rockwell replica every every July Fourth in Cave Spring. I don't and they've think, never missed a parade. I was going to say yeah. my next question there. Uh, I don't think y'all ever have missed a parade. We have never yeah. missed a parade. One year we had two. It was a year that it rained, uh, and we at the very last minute. This is again still before. Facebook was just getting started the year that our people were really just beginning to be on Facebook the year that we had to delay it because of rain. So the parade is always at 9 o'clock in the morning on July the 4th because it's not so hot on, at 9 o'clock. And also so people can go on and do their other things, go to the lake, go to barbecues, do that. So we have it at 9 o'clock. So when it was about 8 o'clock, the skies were dark and it looked like it was going to rain and uh, we decided that we would postpone it till two it looked like from the radar my husband's a farmer and he was looking at the radar he said by two o'clock you should be okay so we tried to get the word out the best that we could that it was going to be at two o'clock <clears throat> but at eight forty-five, i went down to the depot which is where we start every year the old train station which is now joe hill's lawnmower shop in cave spring i went down there just in case and sure enough <clears throat> there were about four or five cars of folks oh boy. sitting down there ready to be in the parade they had come all the way i know alabama is not that far but they had come from like further than just center they had come from like gadsden or somewhere like that and they'd come all the way to cave spring to be in the parade we had a nine o'clock parade that had just them in it. We w went down the whole parade route, and I called some people along the way to say, we're coming with parade number one, and then we'll be oh, back with it. parade number two. And so uh, some of one of the uh, folks that was had come from afar was a church, and they had made these teddy bears, these stuffed teddy bears that they planned to throw out to the crowd. So everybody in the whole parade Along the way, everybody got a teddy bear, and we st I still have one of those teddy bears at home. So one year we did have two parades, and we came around and turned around at 2 o'clock. We had the real one, and uh, it was, you know, kind of a bummer. We've never had to miss. We actually, instead of missing, we had two the one year that, that – that's another reason for 9 o'clock, though, because when you have it yep. at 9, mostly in the summer, your rain showers are going to come as the day heats up and come exactly. in the afternoon. So by having it at 9 o'clock, we usually miss – miss the rain and this thing has grown you know from those days where just you just <laughs> you and a family people, yeah. and whatever um how many 
participants do you think you have nowadays? You know, we don't make you sign up, which is another little novelty about our parade. You and don't by the way, it's all free, right? It is all free. Okay. Our police department is awesome because they are ready, and our fire department rescue, you know, all of them are just great because they're prepared for, who, for whoever it may be that comes. So, you know, we try to kind of guess about how many are there are more probably people in it than there are watching it is that is that makes sense where the more people who want yeah. to actually be in it good point than even what because every child wants to be in a parade and every child doesn't have the opportunity to be in the parade so what we have happened lots of times is somebody come they come and watch it the first year and then they say next year we're going to be in it i would guess would you say 500 people i don't know oh Do i think, think it's a good estimate that? it's a very good estimate no it's it's yeah from what we've seen i mean the way it starts it's about 20 minutes right yes about a 20 yes. minute parade um yeah i think that's a very fair estimate there you that many going on as well um and like I said, it's all ages, but mostly kids. I know I've seen your dad. Absolutely, daddy's times. always in the in the truck in the front of the parade. Yep. So he rides. He doesn't walk, but my, he and my he rides in the truck. My mother in law, who's also ninety five, my daddy's ninety five. My mother in law is ninety four. She rides in the boat, which is being pulled by the truck. Of course, you have to slather red, white, and blue everything you can get from walmart and all oh, those places gorgeous. we put all the red white and blue that we can put on the boat and on the you know the truck and and uh always my boys are in the front carrying the american flag yep. and it is wearing their american, american their american shirts they have red white and blue shirts a little dated those shirts are a little dated nah, now but they are, they're they, you know it's all about the tradition so those are their traditional shirts that they always wear they carry a flag that was flown over the capitol at you know the united states capitol you know how you can pay your uh, or you pay a small amount and your congressman will ha make that happen they'll make a flag fly over the capital the united states capital on the day of your choice and so we, they carry a flag that was flown over the capital and um and everybody the only person that's ever missed it in my family was chris and it was the year he was working for phil gingrich i was gonna say didn't in phil get you the flag? Yeah. he got the flag exactly and but chris didn't get to go to the parade that year but i'm you know we have uh one year one of my good friends loray martin her family was one of the families originally that i called that second year to come be in it with us so they've been in it for many the whole time too and uh what she wanted only thing she wanted she wanted all of her family she has a big family too to all come and her grandmother who was in her 90s her mom and her herself her husband and their their children and their families they filled up a big cotton wagon and she said all i asked was for the, everybody to come that's all i wanted for whatever the occasion mother's day or whatever the occasion was she said i want everybody to come and be in the parade and they had a great big cotton wagon that they pulled behind a big truck another favorite thing is the um the tree trucks you know the big trucks that work on your trees when you have to have a tree cut down that so we have had someone actually in the bucket of one of those tree trucks in the parade riding through the parade riding through the parade in a bucket that made me a little nervous a little but power it, line situation yeah. a, but they they had practiced it they okay. had driven it so they knew what height to have it be so they but that was very exciting and then we had some more excitement one year when somebody's car it was actually not somebody's car it was the cave spring police car 
that broke down oh, during no. the parade. <laughs> yes, it did. Did you yes, pass a hat for repairs? We or? had Mr. Frank Payne, who is like the, you know, he's the pillar of our community. And, of course, he had in his truck, he had jumper cables. So we have pictures of Mr. Payne with his red, white, and blue on and his hat that he wears every year. And we had picture, have pictures of him jumping with the jumper cables jumping off the police car that was leading the parade. So that was that was a fun time too. We've had lots of fun. Experience. If that's not Norman Rockwell, <laughs> what is? We we're talking oh, to no. Krista Jackson about the annual Fourth of July parade in Cage Spring. It's now thirty four. This will be the thirty fourth year. This coming up here. Yeah. Tell you what we're going to do. Take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Krista more about the parade, more about a couple other events coming up in Cage Spring as well. And uh, as always involving anything with hometown headlines, there's food involved. When we come back, Krista <laughs> can tell you do. about one of the favorite parts of the parade mm-hmm. after the parade. Mm-hmm. This is the Hometown Headlines Podcast. I'm Ryan Simmons, Creative Director at Brand Red. We're honored to sponsor today's episode. If you're looking to grow your business, we help companies just like yours reach new customers. Contact us by visiting our website at brandredstudios.com or emailing us at info at brandredstudios.com. You know Giggity's Sports Bar and Grill is the home for area sports fans and families, but did you know Giggity's has those killer soon-to-be-famous wings, 23 TVs, all with great views, plus a huge selection of your favorite beers. Also, mention this commercial on the Hometown Headlines podcast and save an extra 10%. That's Giggity's, the home for Northwest Georgia sports fans and families, 227 Broad Street, downtown Rome. And welcome back to Hometown Headlines Podcast. John Druckermiller with you again. We're joined by Krista Jackson. She started her own parade. Do you have a book by that name, by the way? Didn't Janet Byington write a book about you in the parade? She did write a little book. I, I had almost forgotten that. She did write a book. She wrote a book about I Climbed a Mountain in Montana, which, which she, she did. did. Yeah. And then she wrote a book called I Started a Parade in Cave Spring. That's right. She did write that. Now, that is, that. A, that is on a bestseller list. Oh, only in Cave Spring and among the That's Jacksons. That's all that counts. <laughs> That's all that counts. We're going to take a break here. We talked to you a little bit of a little teaser out there. As you know, anything involving hometown headlines always involves food. One of our favorite events after the parade Yes. One of your churches in town yes. does a fantastic job. Homemade. Everybody loves the strawberry ice cream uh-huh. up here from LCCC Farms. Oh, yeah, Farms. that's right. These folks down there do a pretty good mm-hmm. version of that. Let folks know about that real quick. All right, so the parade, of course, like I said, is at 9 o'clock, and it's hot, no matter even if it is morning. Perfect time for ice cream. Perfect time for ice cream. So but by the time the parade's over, it's closer to 10-ish, 10.30-ish. And the First Methodist Church in Cave Spring, which is just one block up, from the red light going up Alabama Street. It's just a quick little walk up there. They have every kind of homemade ice cream that you can imagine to sell. And they're standing out there under tents dipping that ice cream just as fast as they can. Now, it was a dollar a cup for a long, long time. It seems like they might have gone to a dollar fifty, maybe. But it's still a bargain. Exactly. A fundraiser for their church, which is also a great thing to know that you're being a part of, that you're helping 
helping them out. But those ladies and men make the best homemade ice cream. Yes, the strawberry is great. The peach is great. They have plain vanilla for those purists who love just the plain vanilla ice cream. But I always have to say that that is probably the best way to end any parade that I've Absolutely. ever seen is to be able to just walk a short step up the street and get a Think about it. Ice cream for breakfast. And it sells out. I mean, they yep. do sell out. I, I'm i always at the front of the parade when it starts, but because I stop to visit with people along the way, I end up at the back of the parade. So by the time I get to the Methodist Church, it's getting really low. They're oh, already yeah. getting really low. So, I mean, you, you want to go and you don't want to miss it. And again, it's a bargain. At, I think it might have gone to $1.50. Well, it's, it's one, a, of the, one of the great parts of the parade. Uh, talk about ending the parade. We're going to go in a little reverse order here to show a little bit more color here, a little bit more of, uh, the, like I said, the Norman Rockwell thing. When you end that parade, you're you're not wearing you're wearing something a little oh bit peculiar. Goodness. You gotta stick oh, around. I didn't tell you're about the that. the end credit scene, and you know we're here with Todd helping us record this. And Todd, you know sci-fi where all the all the Marvel things always had the end credit scene. The end credit scene of the K Spring Parade is what Krista is wearing. How about telling uh, folks about well, that again? The you remember when they redid the Statue of Liberty? Like they did all the work on the statue that was closed for a long oh, time yeah. and then they they restored it and then they reopened it and it was on July the 4th and so that year I should look that up to find out when that was but that year there was so much being made about the Statue of Liberty so I it was early on I wore my clown costume for two or three years but shortly thereafter was the year that they restored the Statue of Liberty and I decided I should dress like the Statue of Liberty. Well, how do you think that one would dress like the Statue of Liberty? I went in, of course, at the last minute and thought, okay, make a crown. How would you make a silver crown? Aluminum foil. So I took aluminum foil and I twisted, twisted, twisted a, a headband and then I twisted more around it to make spikes and then I, I bobby pinned it like into my head to make it stay on because, you know, it's hard to pin through aluminum foil. So I've got this big aluminum foil crown, but you have to have a silver dress as well. Well, of course, I did not have a silver dress. So once again, I went into the pantry where I had gotten the aluminum foil and got a big silver trash bag. <laughs> and I didn't even try to be careful with it. I just kind of pulled my head through it. I took some scissors and, ga and just jagged it up and pulled my head through it and then made armholes, pushed my arms through it because I was again hurrying to get outside for the... And so if I had known then what I know now, which is that 30 years later, I would still be wearing a trash bag, a silver trash bag, and you have to wear the original. People have said, oh, uh, you can't, know. nobody wants it to be a different trash bag. Everybody wants it to be the original trash bag. And so it is, it's hard to find silver trash bags. You can Google them and find them, but I still have the original one that I still wear. I've had to turn it inside out and secure it with silver um, Duct tape. tape. Yes, on the inside because it's like, uh, what do you call it? Dry rotted. It's oh, yeah. like dry rotted over the last 30 years. And so, but it is still the same one. It is still not even where the armholes are because I just pushed my arms through that first time. But I have the original trash bag and the original That's silver awesome. and the and a torch, a torch. Oh, yeah. 
more aluminum foil wrapped around a toilet tissue roll with a piece of yellow uh, can, uh, what, uh, tissue paper in it for my American ingenuity. It's all what July so, 4th, Independence um, Day is about. The whole parade is kind of a little tongue-in-cheek, you know, a little bit. So that was just a great addition to being tongue-in-cheek. Well, there's one more apparel style note about this parade, which I didn't know about till we were talking all during the break here. Um, the vote dress, that's V-O-T-E as in go like, vote. Go vote. Like Tell everybody us about vote. the vote dress. Well, <clears throat> This is a, it, it has a long history. It is very old because the vote dress was made by my mother for me to wear as a teenager. Picture this now. In the, during the bicentennial, 1976, Jimmy Carter was running for president. All that was the big bicentennial was going on. Mother got a big bolt of denim fabric, red, white, and blue, denim fabric with the word vote, 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 vote all over it from the mill at Pepperell. It was made here in Lindale in our area. And so I think she actually won it. It was a door prize and she won this big bolt of denim fabric. And she thought, what should I do with that? I think I'll make a dress for Krista to wear. And so as a cute little teenager, wondering why indeed I didn't have any dates back then, I was wearing a dress that was made out of red, white, and blue denim that said vote, 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 yeah, vote. It was formless, over. right? It was, oh, it's like a big sack. It's almost like the trash bag. It's, <laughs> it's almost like so the silver trash bag. So you upgrade to a trash bag it's, later on. Exactly. It does have a like a belt thing that you can tie to give it a little bit of shape, but it will basically fit anybody. Like I could say, one of you were going to wear the vote dress and you could probably wear it because it's it's just shapeless and red, white, and blue denim that says vote. I actually wore it during 1976. But the rest of the story, as our friend likes to say, Paul um, yep, Harvey, sure. he's, the be- he's the best, right? So the rest of the story is that, of course, the Jacksons and the Kleins never throw anything away. So after all these years, we still had the vote dress. A friend of mine was visiting from out of town. She came during the 4th of July. She did, we, I told her we were having a parade. Did she come prepared? No. Did she bring anything red, white, and blue to wear? No. So I said, well, we'll find you something. Went up to my mother's where the vote dress was living with a plastic bag over it and pulled the vote dress out for my friend to wear in the parade that year. It was uh horrible. I mean, you know, you would not think that anybody would ever want to wear anything that looked like that. But she's a good sport, a lot of fun. She laughed and put it on and went ahead with it. Of course, then, the next year at the next parade, we laughed so about it that someone said, well, who's going to have to wear the vote dress this year? That is fantastic. Well, now it's gone from having to wear it to being kind of like it's the extreme honor. You're like the grand marshal of the parade if you get chosen to wear the vote dress. And we surprise the recipient with the dress and a proclamation like a real proclamation like they do in the government, like, whereas... Marsha Bryant, she was the one who wore it last year, whereas Marsha Bryant has been found worthy of the esteemed honor of being chosen to wear the vote dress. So they are presented the vote dress in a surprise, and because it has always had to be a woman because it was a vote dress, luckily my mother had kept the rest of the bolt 
of fabric and we now have a banner that we can present so we have a a man that can receive it as the banner and the woman who receives it as uh, the dress and it's a huge secret until the day that it's presented and so all we do not the, know 2019's what about that no wear. sir i cannot tell you that it would be a secret and you cannot know it until it's presented but all the former vote dress wearers and vote banner wearers gather together to present the vote dress to whoever gets it that year and we actually have pins that say f let's see f v d w FVDW, former vote dress wearer, and it has the year on it. So then forever after at the parade, you can wear your pin to the parade that signifies that you were honored also as a former vote dress wearer. And people really do. They dig them out and put them on and wear. I know, is that not the funniest thing? I love ever? it. It's, it's great. See, it's so I'm fun. not making this up. I keep saying Norman Rockwell. <laughs> this is, you don't get much local, more local than this. <laughs> 34 years ago, fast forward 2019, did you ever see this thing progressing the way it has? Never, ever. You know, the I think about the years that we had uh, Joyce Mink, who is involved in uh, city leadership in, 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 the, in our community in Cave Spring as well as is in Floyd County, uh, school board, very involved with Cave Spring. Her birthday is right around July the 4th, one year uh she and her family drove was the first motorized vehicle that we ever had in the parade it was her woody station wagon oh nice and they nice. strapped a big inflatable like a pool toy like a big pool toy of a whale on the top of it, it had a big shamu uh, uh, why it did not have anything to do with the fourth of july but it was decorated and i will always remember that yeah i will always remember that that was the first thing that had wheels and then margaret davis and phil davis phil who does videography some at weddings and things and and she was a, a, a professor at uh, georgia highlands their children all played instruments at pepperell in the band Margaret would drive the truck. Her three boys that all played different instruments would sit in the back of the truck and play patriotic songs. And Phil would run from location to location with his video camera to videotape us as in the prayer. Those were the early days. And if you would have ever told me that it would be like it is now with all the uh, four-wheelers and oh, golf carts and oh, motorcycles and antique cars and antique uh fire trucks and the um the uh guys that are the shriners yep. that all those oh my goodness alive i would have never ever believed it no but it's, it is it it's is something so much else. Fun. you've done a great job with it it's a lot of fun and we're glad that's why we want to talk today about this on the podcast here and um we're hoping that people will listen to this after july 4th sure. as well we call these things evergreens i guess but for those of you who are listening ahead of time Let's walk them through not only the July 4th Independence Day Parade. Right. Actually, you guys get to start this coming Saturday, I believe, right. in Cave Spring. Our fireworks That's are June this 29th. 29th. Yep. Saturday, June 29th at dark will be fireworks, and they are fabulous. And I know all the other fireworks opportunities in Rome are great also. 
But you would think Little Cave Spring would like have little ding, you know, little fireworks. No, we have fabulous big fireworks. And I mean, the, the town is packed because they have bands and activities all day long on Saturday. So come and spend the day at the pool, in the park, bring a picnic, watch the fireworks. They it, About dark is when they start, somewhere around 9 o'clock. And there are people on every, in, you know, at the back of Casey's grocery store. There are people in the front yard of the Dollar General. There are people in the square. There are people across from the pool. That's fireworks at 9 on Saturday. And our, um, our uh, ladies and gentlemen that are on the Cave Spring Downtown Development Committee and the um, other other many wonderful organizations that we have, the Historical Society, all the different places that we have sort of all come together and make that happen, and it's wonderful. And, and there's more. And there's more on Sunday, always on the Sunday before the 4th of July, at Cave Spring Baptist Church, which is the church I go to. It's right across the street from Rolliter Park. So if you've ever been to the cave and the spring and the pool, the church I go to is right across from that. It's uh, 4 Cedartown Street. Uh, we have a big patriotic program at 6 o'clock on Sunday evening. It, again, is a slice of life. We always start with the national anthem. We end with God Bless America. I just found out that the national anthem is going to be sung by Miss Rome Teen, who is uh, Megan Wright, and she was also the runner-up for the state. Miss awesome. Rome For the state Georgia team, and she's going to be singing our national anthem. Uh, the group, have you ever heard the three ladies that are the GI job? I had one sing? of them on, um, I used to do a radio show years ago. Oh, they there on a radio yeah, show one time. Yeah, I think I remember that. But anyway, <laughs> they're going to be singing, you know, all the great songs like uh, Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree with Anyone Else But Me. Kind of a Lennon sisters it's thing. Kind of the Lennon sisters thing. Oh, be Andrew sisters. Oh, Andrew sisters. Well, they were the yeah, they were the ones that actually did it yep, during exactly. the war. Andrew sisters, but they dress up and have the white gloves and the little shirt waist dresses, and they're precious. So we do have some out of town entertainment at that at six o'clock Sunday, but we have a lot of in town entertainment, like children that dress up like like. Uh, presidents from the past or other people from history from the past we uh, uh hilarious also everything from you know paul revere to abraham lincoln to uh we had ronald reagan one year that was a child dressed up like ronald oh, reagan and uh they and they loved being able to be a part of it we as part of it every year we have an inside the church parade for those who may not get to come to the outside parade we do an inside the church parade and throw candy and all that inside the church with all the kids who come but it is not just for children it really is for adults and adults love it put it on their calendars and plan to be there every year of course when it's over there's food and our ladies at our church provide great wonderful uh, party food in the uh, church fellowship hall after it's over and everyone's invited after the after the program, the patriotic program, to stay. And we uh, start with this, start with the Star Spangled Banner, end with God Bless America. We know who's singing God Bless America this year. Uh, Dean Terry and uh, Don Kemp 
are going to do a duet of God Bless America, and then the whole church joins in. So That's we have it at our church because it's a good place to have it, oh, yeah. but it's a community-wide, and, and more than community. People come from Rome, and folks say, I didn't even and know this went on. Well, right? And it's free as well, right? And it's free. Yes, that question, no so. charge. So 6 o'clock Sunday, I'm very excited about this year's program, and I don't know how many years it's been, but over 20. We've been doing it over 20 years. Final question for Krista Jackson, the Spirit of Liberty. What do you do on July 5th? Oh, my goodness. Well, I catch up on laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't washed any clothes through the whole week before, especially when it falls like this. You know, when the 30th, we're starting on the 29th, and then the 30th. But the actual parade, people say, when is there... When is your 4th of July parade? And I say, it's on the 4th of July, always, regardless of what day it falls on. It's always the 4th of July unless it's on a Sunday. If it's on a Sunday, we have it on the Saturday. But this year it's on Thursday, if you're listening in 2019. It's on Thursday, July 4th at 9 o'clock in the morning. And if you're going to walk, show up at Joe Hill's Lawnmower Shop on Alabama Street. If you're going to ride, show up on Perry Farm Road, which is right next door to that, right off of Alabama Street. You'll see the police cars and other volunteers helping. It's fantastic. Folks, you got to do it. Stick around for the end credit scene. you got to see... Miss Krista, playing as, Liberty there. Get uh, that ice cream as well. Anything happens with this, of course, we'll have uh, live coverage uh, on Hometown Headlines about any kind of changes or Correct. delays. That Hopefully kind of stuff. there won't have to be. We hope not as well. It's a fantastic event. If you, No matter what you're doing this Independence Day, you've got to start it in case break. That's right. Thank you so much for having me. You better believe it. Thank you for your time, Krista. Great job, as always. I want to thank Todd and the folks here at Brand Red as well for putting this all together for us. Uh, we appreciate that. Stay with us here in the Hometown Headlines Podcast Edition.